0: Hey, Auburn Podcast listeners. You know Hooters is your place for game day, but did you know Hooters now offers online ordering? In fact, they've teamed up with SEC Country to give you $5 off any order of $25 or more. It's simple to do. Just visit Hooters.com slash to go to place your order for the upcoming game. Make sure you use promo code. SEC fans, that's one word. SEC fans to receive five dollars off any order of twenty-five dollars or more. Orders they have to be placed online. That's SEC fans at Hooters.com slash to go to place your order for the upcoming game. is the Podcast on the plane? your daily Auburn Tigers podcast, brought to you by SECCountry.com. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. In studio today, I am joined by Justin Ferguson, SEC Country's own. Justin, welcome on in. How's it going, man? It's good. It's good. So, I've been I've been delaying an ou- putting this announcement out there, just because I'm starts... so sad. Yeah. I'm just so sad. The and then you asked me about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess I need to bring that up. So... But yes, this is the last week of the podcast on the planes. So Friday will be our last podcast. So we'll pretty much have all your coverage for, through signing day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just kind of some recap shows about that. And then probably one on Friday previewing what's going to happen this weekend. So it's been fun. I appreciate both you and uh, Lauren and Ben and several other players that have come on and, and, and other writers and radio folks, but... It's been fun, but yeah, I guess this is our last time on this podcast together, Justin. Yeah, so we need to put we need to go out with a good
1: one. I will say, I, w- I just want to say though, um, as <laughs> as an SEC Country employee, um, just how much our team definitely appreciates what you've done for us. I appreciate that, um, man. You know, it's tough doing this every day, and you're a pro, and you've got a lot of other stuff that you've got to do right. on top of this with your with your uh, with your radio job, and um, I, I like to think I like to think uh you did a really, really good job with this and a lot of fans appreciate it. And I hate to see it's going away, but hopefully we'll uh hopefully we'll continue to I mean I'm I'm gonna be on your radio show. You can't get you can't get rid of me that way. Right so right. You're on every Tuesday. So yeah, so um so yeah. But yeah, just real quick, li- keep listening to Zach on um on ESPN 106.7 if you're in the area or
0: I mean you can listen the internet exists so you can listen to it wherever. Right. Um so and- yeah. And if you're interested in me finding a way to keep this going, maybe through another avenue, reach out to me on Twitter yeah. at Z Blackerby. Kind of tell me what you would like, and uh, we're, we're kind of toying with a few uh, mm-hmm. a few options there. So just reach out to me on Twitter yeah. at Z Blackerby if you'd because uh, I mean I, I know the radio shows we put out podcasts for, right? And it's not really podcast format. So if you like this kind of format and, mm-hmm. and, and you know the kind of format and the length, that's perfect for you and and all that just reach out to me and uh we'll yeah. kind of see yeah, what, auburn fa- what the yeah, feelers auburn,
1: are yeah auburn fans let, let him know what you want i mean i know there are a few auburn podcasts out there um but i felt like we had a really good one going here and even though it's not going to be under the sec country umbrella anymore um i'm looking forward to you know me and ben and lauren continuing to work right. out with that and we'll see where it goes from here but so like we said we got to make this one a good one let's do
0: it all right so this morning we had a uh, we had some breaking news Gus Malzahn is going to make a lot of money. That's, yep. the, that's the very short way to put it. But let's see, in 2018, Gus Malzahn will make $6.7 million. And that's going to go up by 100 k every season over the life of the contract. So that goes until the end of the season for the 2024 football season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like we,
1: like we heard, seven, seven years, $49 million, equally averaged out. Uh, it, it is a big number. Um, but I think Auburn football deserves a big number, and I think Gus Malzahn, what he was able to do last year, and kind of the direction he's kind of turning around the program, um, the stability they have built long term in terms of recruiting, roster building, uh, and his assistant, uh, his coaching staff. I think Auburn's in a good spot right now, uh, and this is going to be a forerunner to big deals. Mm-hmm. Um, bigger deals are coming for some of these coaches across the country. Kirby Smart's going to get a lot of money right. soon. Um, I think if Dan Mullen gets good success at Florida, he's going to be in line for, for a good one sure. in, in the future, and we'll see what happens moving forward across the country. Um, but this is getting paid like a top five, top ten coach. If you, re, I mean, I know I'm a big big Bill Connolly fan at SB Nation. He has his four-year ratings, or five-year ratings for a program, rather, and the five years Auburn's had under Gus Malzahn, he rated him as the fourth best team in college football in terms of opponents adjusted for that, but just how they produce on the field. Um, efficiency-wise, that's pretty big. And um, I think he's getting it in the right direction. It's always going to be tough because Alabama and Georgia are always going to be on your schedule. Uh, But this is is a uh, a good spot for Auburn.
0: So his 6.7 that he is scheduled to make in 2018, as of right now, that looks like he will be the fifth highest paid coach in college football behind Alabama's Nick Saban, Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher, Michigan's Jim Harbaugh, and Clemson's Dabo Sweeney. I mean, that is elite company
1: right elite company absolutely And Ohio State um, I know I know urban's contract jumps up at some point sure. in the life of, but this is where you've got Auburn's got to dedicate these kind of resources and they're giving it this is a this is a move that as much money like the money's one thing if this deal was five million dollars less I think people I think the the detractors would still be there Yeah. Um, it's a it's a sign that auburn believes that they should be a top 10 team under Gus Malzahn and they're built to do that and mm-hmm. with their schedule even if you lose one or two games if you get into November with a shot at the national championship which auburn should do pretty much every year um this is where this kind of money comes in and i think it's a really good this this says we believe auburn should be 9 10 11 win team every year compete for national championship and that and that's what it takes to do that in the SEC and i think they're giving Malzahn a vote of confidence, and it's going to add some pressure to him. It's going yeah. to say this is the standard, and he's going to have to live up to it. But you got to pay him like this
0: because otherwise he'd have hightailed it to Arkansas. So the numbers for this, the base is half a million, so five hundred thousand. That's through the every year of the deal. the The part that increases is so this next year he's getting three point one million in personal endorsement rights, and then another three point one million in radio, internet. And TV and appearance rights, so that's mm-hmm. three point one million for both of those. So, both of those plus the five hundred thousand equals the six point seven million. And then both of the the personal endorsement rights, and then just the the all the other rights. Essentially, they they each increase by fifty k each. To get each year. To the hundred. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the hundred every every year. So that, that's interesting. So a, a second ago, you mentioned you mentioned the the Gus Malzahn detractors that they would be upset even if it was a little bit less. even if yeah, was, they were just mad that he got a deal. Right, right, because he, he made like 4.7 in 2017. So even if they kept that 4.7 over the next seven years, they would be upset. It's just so interesting to me that the, the, the segment of the Auburn fan base that dislikes Gus Malzahn, it's not like they kind of dislike him. It's like they're adamantly no. against him coaching Auburn.
1: Yeah, and, and there's some people who – I mean, I think there are a few that are like – they have their issues with Malzon. and if you're a fan I understand there are issues of with Gus Malzon's coaching tenure that he's got to fix in order to be successful long term but every coach kind of has that uh yeah, but yeah you're going to have I mean people are going to dislike him for what there are people who disliked him ever since you know the end of the there are people who have been against him since they lost the national championship game because he felt like they he blew it and 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 it was you know it's been all downhill from here but I, Auburn is Turning in an upward direction as a program, you you can't deny that in terms of what they're producing on the field. The problem is they're they're looking at Alabama, and now they're looking at what Georgia's building and saying why aren't why aren't they at that? It's tough. It's tough to replicate the resources that that Alabama and Georgia have. Yeah, I mean, Auburn just doesn't have that. But what they do is if they have a team that's top ten caliber with Gus Malzahn, they've proven they can beat them. Right. So that, I mean that's what you need. You need that to compete.
0: Right. And, and the biggest thing when they've had That level of of talent on their teams, they've been hurt, right? So, but but we've seen that Malzahn with a healthy squad, with you know built with top ten recruiting classes, because that's what he's done every single year at Auburn, Mm -hmm. is you know get around that tenth in the country mark. He's shown that they can compete when his key guys stay healthy. I mean, even even this past season when Auburn. Auburn's lead guy with Carry On Johnson kind of battled injury in the SEC championship. I mean, you started to see him stumble a little bit. So um, you're going to continue to see him build depth with, with recruiting and bringing in transfers. And I mean, he's done a great job building up this program.
1: Yeah, and there are always going to be issues, and there's always going to be problems. I mean, hey, people are mad at Nick Saban for not playing Tua early enough. It's always going to happen. That's true. I think yeah. with I think with Gus Malzahn um he can get better as a coach but the overall trajectory of the program is moving forward and we talked about it earlier today stability is the main thing mm-hmm. this is something you can sell to recruits and you can sell to coaches assistant coaches that come on your staff that hey we auburn is built to succeed i think in the terms of roster the way they've built this roster they're built to succeed long term quarterback they are set at quarterback you would think for the next few years defensive line another key area they continue to bring in a lot of great talent there I think those are two key areas for Auburn. He's made some really good hires with his assistant coaches, and no, Auburn's not going to be in the college football playoff every year. They just aren't. But who is?
0: It, 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 well, the answer to that is Alabama, is Alabama, and that's but, what makes it a, a, a tricky situation. But Auburn fans need to realize they're not Alabama,
1: and some people like that. Some people like that they're not Alabama, and I think you should be. I think you should be fine with that. I think you should be fine with. Um, Knowing that you have a team that can compete with them, and even though you're not bringing in as high of recruiting classes and you don't make as much money, it's still you can still beat them, and you've proven that several times over the last few years. And Gus Malzahn has been there uh, to get him to the SEC championship, and that's that's crucial. That's crucial. They are. In the in the new year, six bowls the last two seasons. And yes, yeah. those were those bowls did not turn out the way they wanted to, but that is still a great accomplishment that only a select few of teams of college football even get to.
0: So we're in agreement that he's worth this.
1: I think so, and I think the money. I think the money. It's a big number, mm-hmm. and it's whoa, that's a that's a really big number.
0: But I think this is a forerunner to what we're going to start seeing from more and more teams. And Auburn's it, getting ahead of curve here. Isn't so, it kind of weird that fans feel like they have to pay for it? They're like, oh no, nope, that's too much money that's not enough or you know that uh, we, we can't pay that it's like well you don't have to
1: right it's not like auburn it's not like auburn's gonna go bankrupt because of this deal if it doesn't work out if they have to fire them college athletics makes an
0: obscene amount of money right like the 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 dollar amount's like incomprehensible to me right it's just like it's not a real number and when you don't have to pay any of the players
1: for it that's right. it makes it it makes it a lot a lot easier to make all that money um and, you know, we're not going to get into a debate over that. But still, I mean, this is a money-making enterprise. They don't make as much money as Alabama or Texas or Ohio State. Those are bigger schools. Those are, But bigger they're still, traditions. like,
0: what? They were 10th in the country, yeah. the last, yeah. last, yeah.
1: last report that came out? Auburn's top 10 pretty much in everything you see. And, and Bruce Brown made a good point yesterday, to switch back to basketball a little bit. Okay. He was like, Auburn basketball is a top 10 program. There are programs across – Auburn football was top 10. There are certain – and he likes to do this all the time. But he's like, there are certain schools – in different academic departments at Auburn they're a top 10 in the country. It's that it's that you don't Auburn doesn't have to be the best but man the balance they've got yeah is really is really impressive and I think Auburn in, is heading in that right direction in a lot of different areas and I think football they were down for a little bit, but I think they're getting back to it. This is sustainable success. This isn't flash-in-the-pan Cam Newton winning a national championship. As great as that season was, that wasn't sustainable for what they're doing. This is much, much more sustainable what Auburn's got going on right now. They're built to be in this neighborhood, much like Bruce Pearl is building a program, much like Butch Thompson is building a program that can get to
0: that range. And that goes back to recruiting, right? right. Because, I mean, you have, right. the, you have the talent. It's the coaching and the and,
1: and the talent, and they're getting there. It's It's... Auburn isn't going to be one of those places where they're they're not going to be Florida where they win a bunch of national championships right. every single year, but man, they can get in the conversation for that. And, I, and and Auburn and 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 fans in general just need to realize one thing: only one team gets to win a title every. Only one team gets to be number one. That's, right. that's why it's number one,
0: except for this past year. <laughs> yeah, Cause true. Because UCF UCF won. national champions,
1: <laughs> but only one team gets to be number one, and only one team gets to be number one in in. Of sport and sports in general. Right. So you take all the sports that the NCAA has and just say how many percentage of schools get to have a number 1 team. It's very very small. But I'm not but that doesn't mean that if you're not one of those schools you're not successful. Just because you didn't win a championship doesn't make it successful. That's you know, that's that's an area where I think some American sports needs to get better in that environment. What? How do we define success? I, well, I mean,
0: like, I, I think you see it with everything now. I think you see it in the NFL. You yeah. definitely see it in the NBA. Yeah, and, and it shouldn't
1: be that way. You're right. Only one team gets it, and in college football, only one team out of 130 almost get a national championship. Sure. In the SEC, only one team out of 14 gets to win. But success is not defined in who is the champion of the. Industry. That's the ultimate success, but it shouldn't be the thing that just is the be-all, end-all. If you don't win it, it's not a successful season. Right. Alabama is, has kind of thrown off the curve a little bit. But Alabama's had some really successful seasons where they don't win championships, and that's
0: okay. All right, so let's transition to a, a, another topic. And you have a story up, and it was a response to a, the question of the day um, post that you do every day, which you do a great job with those. And it was you were asked about who's going to replace On Johnson as the Wildcat guy. For Auburn in 2018 obviously carry on Johnson will be in the NFL at that point and you put together a list that that I I really enjoyed reading and really enjoyed kind of thinking about different kind of concepts the the first guy on your list and I you said earlier that you did those in no particular order but I I kind of like the order that you did them and Malik Willis the first guy yeah Malik Willis and if if Auburn
1: gets if Auburn is fine with having a backup quarterback run it, he fits. We already know he can run the ball well. We he can take snaps. You don't have to worry about him fumbling as much. He takes shotgun snaps. He's really good at running reads, um, and that little sweep read, and then he has the option to throw the ball. I think it's a really, really good fit for him. Will Auburn commit a number two quarterback into a position where he could get hurt? Mm, I don't know. Okay, but I think it's but I think it's a really, really good fit. I think his skill set fits, and more likely than not, Jarrett Stidham will not be playing at Auburn in 2019. Right. He's probably going to be heading to the NFL. So if you, but he's not, you don't want to give, that doesn't mean Malik Willis needs to go ahead and be the starter or take starter snaps. But if you want to get him some opportunities to take some snaps in games where it's not garbage time, where it's not blowouts, where all he's doing is just running out the clock, I think the Wildcats a good way to get him some more reps and some big, some tougher red zone situations and
0: some closer games and I think that could really help Auburn in the long-term future. I think it's a win-win. Your next guy is probably the one that's my favorite on your list, but Ryan Davis. And I th- I don't think I necessarily like this from a practical standpoint. I just like everything about Ryan Davis, mm-hmm. the the receiver, the athlete. The, <laughs> we saw him throw the ball a few times this past year. But a, a quarterback in high school, Then Ryan Davis was kind of the I, – I think Malzahn kind of used Ryan Davis – as a distraction when Sean White got dismissed from the team it was like oh yeah Ryan Davis he's going to be like what the fourth string quarterback yeah, was, or something yeah he was number 3 last year and yeah. it it made sense he sure. was a
1: great high school quarterback Yeah. he just wasn't gifted in terms of size yeah so him as a wildcat guy i think i think it could work it could work auburn runs a lot of power out of these sets though, and he is 5 foot 9 generously mm-hmm. and um so will they run him between the tackles i don't know but man it looks it would look a really fun yeah, um, for that kind of offense to really work that way, I, uh, I, I think he has the capability of doing it. It would just be a different look. Okay, it would be a different style of wild. Card. Yeah, but man, a guy who's comfortable with the ball in his hands, a guy who can run, a guy who's very shifty.
0: Um, think about some counter plays they could run. Mm-hmm. Run with him.
1: I think it really would really work.
0: Right, right. Run counter trap and then kind of pull up into a counter sweep every now and then, just kind of full the defense. Maybe, maybe. Lead him to cheat inside a little bit. I th- yeah, I think you could do some stuff with that. All right, who else did you have on your list? I also had uh, Devin
1: Barrett. Devin Barrett, and, and and I put Devin Barrett on there because for if you want a like for like um, substitution in there uh, at running back, Devin Barrett makes sense. He's a versatile guy, much like on was a, when he was a younger uh, running back. We know he had some experience in it at Tampa Catholic in Florida. We know Auburn thought about using him in that aspect in preseason practices. Uh, last year, so it's a good it's a good comparison for him. He doesn't have that throwing component of some of these other guys, but man, uh, if you want a guy who can run the ball and do a lot of different things with the ball in his hands, uh, you know,
0: there's a lot to like about Devin Barrett.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and then another guy you have another running back, Jatavius Whitlow. Yeah, Jarvis Whitlow, Booby Whitlow. I I'm gonna be on. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna be hyping him up this year because I think just from what I've heard from people in the program, they really really like his ability. They really like his vision and his explosiveness. And I think Wildcat really fits him in a, in a certain way because he was a high school quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a really good body uh, for, a, for an all-around all running back. Uh, six foot, about 210. He's gotten bigger since he's gotten to Auburn very fast. Uh, I think he has a really good chance to be a, a, a really, you know, well-regarded running back for Auburn next season. Well, Wildcat also works just because he has that quarterback experience behind him. Right. Um, I think this would be a really, really good fit for him, and I'm gonna, um, you know, he's used to taking these snaps. Is he gonna be your spring fling when spring practice starts? I'd like to see how he does in spring because I know he was the darling of peach ball practices, and you're gonna hear a little bit more about him as as the as the uh, as the year goes on. Uh, I'm interested to watch him at eight day. I, I want to see what he does with the ball in his hands because I know how explosive he was. Yeah. In high school, um, he just played at a really small school, and that scared off a lot of teams. It scared off Auburn for a while. I keep coming back to the fact that Chip Lindsey saw something in him and made them that
0: last minute offer, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to try to use him in some capacity. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt, I think he'd have had a good shot. And then the final guy on your list, another quarterback. And I think did you put this one just for clicks? No, it's not just for clicks. <laughs> but I think I think. My thought was like as soon
1: as uh, as soon as I was writing, I was like, "Well, if I don't put him in here, that's the first thing somebody's going to say where's 'Where's you're right? Where's Joey Gatewood? Gatewood makes sense as a Wildcat quarterback. He's he's powerful. He has that Cam Newton type body. Um, he's not that polished of a passer right now, but this is an area where he could throw the ball, make some plays plays with his arm in this set. Um, I, it's a really good comparison. I think Auburn ultimately red shirts him next year, but." I, this is a good this would be a good role for him to grow in maybe not for 2018 maybe 2019 if Malik Willis is your starting quarterback
0: sure yeah and you can rotate him in get him on the field right, right. Somebody,
1: somebody mentioned to me and, and it's not in the story somebody mentioned to me Asa Martin uh, works there uh, it's just a true freshman you know and he's a guy I think who has a chance to be the starting running back next year Asa Martin really works a lot of running backs work well on these sets here um, the guys who can throw the ball a little bit more though have the chance where Lindsey can get creative with it,
0: right? And even if it's just a, a little bit of a threat, you know, right. just where you have to respect it. Maybe you can't play quite as close to the line of scrimmage. I mean, that goes a long way. That goes a long way. I mean, that could add, you know, an average of two yards per run if it's you know done correctly. But Justin, I appreciate uh, everything you've done for the podcast, man. I'm I'm glad you're still down to come on the come on my radio show yeah. every Tuesday, but yeah i i really appreciate everything you've done for the podcast on the planes man
1: yeah it's been really really fun i've never been on a podcast regularly before and so this was fun i hope i get to keep doing it with you uh wherever wherever we go from here but yes it's it's been a lot of fun and um like i said earlier you've done a lot for us as a team in SC country we're still trying to build um build up our our fan base and and readership and you brought you brought some people over from ESPN you know radio with you and we we really appreciate
0: that yes sir I appreciate it I appreciate everything from SEC country as well keep listening to Zach and follow him on Twitter yes he keeps telling me to shout out my Twitter account no, follow Zach on Twitter, Z Blackerby. Keep 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 up with this guy. Which uh, I've been asking you the past few weeks, you know, promo your stuff, and you're like Ben. Follow Ben right yeah, now. Yeah, follow Ben
1: right now. <laughs> uh, follow Ben if you're listening to this today on Tuesday. Follow Ben for all your free recruiting, national signing day coverage tomorrow. But seriously, guys, follow Zach. Listen, if you're in the area, listen to him on one hundred uh 106.7. You know, listen to them if you're not from around here, and, and you know they have a thing called the internet. Yeah,
0: and and if you're interested in continuing a, a very a regularly scheduled Auburn podcast, re- reach out to me, reach yep. out to Justin, whatever. We'll yep. we'll figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But thanks, bud. Once yes, again, man. I appreciate it. See you. This has been another edition of the loveliest podcast on the plains.